Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Poema PDX podcast. Today, we have a special guest uh, named Stuart Deloney. He is the host of radio show as well as a podcaster as well for a podcast called Snarky Faith, where they have a conversation about faith, life, culture, and more about this conversation more than just the actual answers. I think a lot of times we can get so caught up in the black and white answers that we just really have a hard time to wrestle with the the gray because I think it's way more important to understand that the conversation is where it needs to be more than about what it is that we are actually like answering in, you know, the black and white of it. So welcome to the show, Stuart. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So you're over in the East Coast. You've been you're a podcaster, a radio show host as well. So how long have you been doing both, and how that like kind of like come about? Well, um, I've probably been doing it for around five years, and okay. um, it really came about. It's well, the radio show is the podcast. The podcast is the radio show. Um, so they are the same thing. And it came about where a, it was like a local radio show in our town was looking for, for new shows. And, and I'm a person who's worked in ministry for most of my professional career. Um, and I've always kind of been interested in having conversations with folks more on the margins mm-hmm. um, of this, of really trying to have uh, conversations with p- people that are really questioning, that are uh, interested in knowing more about Christianity, but may say like, eh, uh, I don't know if I want to go to church type of a thing. Right, exactly. And so I pitched, I pitched an idea um, initially to them and they sat down and, and they were pretty, pretty like skeptical. Cause we, um, I'm in Chapel Hill, North Carolina and okay. Chapel Hill is like a small little progressive bubble in the Bible belt. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the town, they're like, Oh, you're a pastor and you want to talk on the, you want to have a, a show? What do you want it to be about? Right. And, uh, <laughs> I knew, I knew what they were, I knew what they were worried about. And, you know, effectively I was like, Oh, since you hear I'm a pastor, you think I'm an a-hole, right? Is that what you thought? (laughs) And, and then that kind of cut the tension at that moment. And they're like, Oh, okay. So really tell us what you want to do. And I said, you know, just wanting to reframe the conversation of Christianity, especially when a lot of craziness has overtaken the narrative oftentimes, or a lot of crazy voices, as I would put, um, and uh, wanted to really kind of, I don't know, shed light on the insanity, but also kind of get it back to just really talking about what it should be about. Right. Um, I think a lot of times, like being in a Bible Belt kind of community, you're kind of in this position where people expect you to be, um, I don't know, a Berean of the word and like to be able to have all these different things. And also like, are you, are you a pastor? Would you consider yourself to be, are you a pastor like vocationally as well? Is that true? 
Um, it is, it is, it is true. Well, I'm not vocationally right now. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm an ordained pastor until they probably listen enough to my radio show and pull my ordination. <laughs> oh, uh, <gosh>. but <laughs> thus far, thus far, no one has, uh, they apparently have been lazy enough to not do that. Um, or no one's tattled on me, but, um, but yes, vocationally now I'm not, I'm not, I, I have done it in my past. And um, a lot of what the work we've been trying to do a little bit here in our community is just kind of have more authentic spiritual community with people, like mm-hmm. doing life with folks, um, kind of really just living it in that way, as opposed to having like, we're having a service on this day at this time type of a right. stuff. So, so for me to, to transition to that would be, so I, um, I now uh, teaching pays the bills. Okay. So yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, so just going back to being in the Bible Belt and like having a radio show and talking about the things that are more so practical, because I think a lot of times it can be so easy to to fill the space with like, oh, like, let's just talk about, you know, like the Gospels, let's talk about the epistles and Old Testament, New Testament, blah, 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 like these things that are important and great. But like if we can't have any tangibility within it and like actually wrestle with the conversation of, okay, these things are happening. These things did happen, but like, how can I apply that now? I think that's where your podcast is kind of like where it's at. It's putting feet to the actual word of God. And also like in a place where you have, I saw the last episode was like a silent Easter, you know, where, and like having that kind of place where people may have felt a lot of tension. Like may have like mm-hmm. also felt a lot of actual true remorse of, oh, this is how the disciples felt and how the people felt when Christ was in the tomb. Like these kind of things where they didn't have that quote unquote like hope because of the fact that like they were feeling the emptiness of Jesus being dead and then like mm-hmm. coming into it like, wow, like now we can like go and celebrate, but we're going to celebrate uh, like virtually now. Like this is crazy or mm-hmm. we're celebrating like, an empty service where people are going to like do a uh, live stream or whatever and how those mm-hmm. different things. So like within that, do you tend to have hosts and like are co-hosts with you or guests with you that like help you in your podcast, like to, to wrestle with these conversations or do you, Kind of just like- a, a, a lot of it, a lot of it, like it, the, when my show first started, it's, it's kind of taken on many iterations a little <laughs> bit over the years and it's changed, which kind of ended up settling in the format we've had around probably 2016 um, okay. where it's, it's, it's mainly just me, but I bring in news um, clips for part of it. And I do have, I have authors and other uh, podcasters or other voices on uh, from time to time. Like, I don't know, maybe once, once a month or so the rest of the time it's more topical um, mm-hmm. really just talking about faith and news. And a lot of times where those things like get infected into politics as well and, yeah. and the messiness of that. Um, so, so yeah, so some of it, a lot of it is driven by either conversations I'm having like with people in my, my life mm-hmm. and that I find interesting or life giving. And then I try to bring that into a topic or it, it has to do with me just looking around the news from the week and yeah. trying to see like, is there, is there something that's yelling out at me? Like a relevant kind about. of topic that can like yeah. bring light into it. So I have yeah, to, ask, yeah. so I have yeah. to ask like, podcasting and radio did did the radio start the podcasting start like you said they're one the same so obviously like well it was it was the radio is the radio show first um it started as that and um then it just led to i mean i i we don't have really good metrics at a radio station so i don't really know like like terrestrially how much people listen to but i can track it online and so it's been more fun doing 
I have more fun with the podcast aspect of it because I get to end up talking to people yeah. and people reach out or ask questions and all of that. It's, it's, it's a lot more interactive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. do it, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're, I mean, it's the podcast part is, is the more fun part. Yeah, but it's, for sure. That's yeah. I did, I did radio for about like uh, six or so months and I was like, man, this is really fun. But having people actually call in was hard to like find that traction of having like listeners and calling and like, man, I just want to mm-hmm. have the conversation. Cause like, I just love, to just do this this is way more fun for me to hear about someone's story how they went about whether they're doing like podcasts or photography or videography or whatever it looks mm-hmm. like when it comes to our platform as we like want to empower creatives and we want to encourage them um but it's like this kind of space where you can actually you know like bring content bring value bring life and joy and like actually feel i think a lot of times like mm-hmm. in radio you get numb you're like okay like and here is the show and 101.3 and like just having these kinds of like mantras yeah. that you have through um so how do you stay like bringing value through it because i think a lot of times like it can be kind of easy to to feel like you say the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and over again within your podcast because you have a faith-based podcast and you want to talk about taboo things so how do you stay relevant and how do you stay with like new ideas and creativity throughout your podcast episodes? Um, well, some of it, like the beginning of our, sh- uh, the beginning portion of most of the shows we do, I have like a segment called the Christian crazy. And so that's, <laughs> it's kind of, it's taking clips from like just the craziness, like the really just like the insanity of Christianity. Yeah. So that, you know, those segments are easy. I just kind of go and find those online. There's a bunch of different sites <laughs> that where people post that. And so that's easy. And that's, I can riff on that all day long. Dang, you're like playing um, with fire, bro. Like you're like just looking to get your like vocational thing, like taken from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, that's, but that's part of it. That was like part of the show. I wanted to be, you know, we, I wanted something that's honest too, mm-hmm. um, with people because a lot of this, some of this, you know, when you see that, I'm just like, what this is, this doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, what does this have to do with anything? Uh, but no, but like for the, for the main topics, I mean, I, I'm kind of a news hound anyways. And so throughout the week I'm either on my phone or on my iPad looking for stuff. And when I see articles, I think interesting, I'll, I email myself. Yeah. So then when it comes to a prep for the show, I'll sit there and like read through like 20 different articles and start to say, is there a theme in this? Is there like something I'm seeing popping up in culture too? Not just in my head. Yeah. Um, or is there, or do I find this interesting? Cause I, you know, since a lot of the show is almost like a monologue, um, <laughs> it's, it's, I better be interesting if I'm going to, try to talk about it for uh, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. You know, we got to be able to have that like fresh <laughs> conversation with people. And I think that's so, I like, I just enjoy some of the episodes you've done so far. Cause you can just feel like the, the joy that you have through it. You have like this charisma to like be able to share it, even though at times it can be like, you're, you're playing with fire, which is totally the fun spot about it because like you want to blur the lines. You don't want to have, this like black and white thing that we talked about before. It's more of mm-hmm. just having the conversation and having the the veil removed and the taboo like being mm-hmm. like uncovered. So like what has been your favorite episode you've that you would like recommend <laughs> for your for your people uh, and for my people to go check out? Like I like uh, for a start. <laughs> I, I I oh my goodness. That's a that's there's um well I mean you 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 can kind of get the idea by just looking at either the uh, the artwork that I, I have on it and or just the title itself. Some shows are more political than others. Some shows are more grounded in seasons as well. But um, 
I, I don't know. I mean, just dip your feet in anywhere. It's not like a, sh- it's not a show that like you need to like know where we, where we were at last week. So it yeah. isn't like last week on the show. Uh, no, no, <laughs> these are all one-offs. It's all like, it's, it's easy. Yeah. You can just like start anywhere and get a feel for it. Cause yeah. I, I started at the very, like lo- the latest one. And I was just like, dang, this guy is hilarious. This guy has got a really good, um, like place where he can like, just explore and even in the midst of a pandemic you're still like making people laugh or giving them that like spot where they can like be lighthearted, which i think is really important as well um so i guess like what inspired you to start the snarky faith podcast (laughs) i'm um well i I think some of it like i feel like some of the show is like my own therapy um (laughs) for it for you know if i've worked in ministry for long enough to where i've you know you there's the beautiful there's the beauty of ministry and then there's a lot of frustration and or baggage that comes from it totally there's a lot of bs you see behind the scenes that you're like yeah um so some of it was just being able to really just be honest about all this stuff like i feel like if in our faith and in our churches if we could just start being a lot more real and honest and like you'd mentioned earlier about being able to, to live well in that gray space mm-hmm. where we may have to get our hands dirty from time to time or it's, you know, things get messy because people are messy. That's life. Life is messy. Yeah. And so I think being able to just kind of just create like an honest space to be able to, to kind of hopefully cultivate these kind of conversations. Um, I think it's healthy because I think there are people that, that are frustrated. I think that, I, you know, I'm not trying to want, want to make your show too political, but you know, no, and the, 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 the realities of, you know, politics lately too have turned a lot of people off to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be the nicest way I'll put that. And, yeah. um, and, and so being able to kind of go back and be like, whoa, 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 this, you know, that, that's, that's a brand of Christianity for sure. But mm-hmm. there's another way to really be able to approach the, the ways and the teachings of Jesus that I think should matter um, in the world today. Uh, outside of all the circus and the noise that tends to happen. Yeah, totally. And I, and I don't at all, I like, think they're going, trying to go into the political way or any kind of thing like that. It's more of an open conversation that we can have of like, mm-hmm. yeah, ministry has so much um, great highs, lows, baggage, excess, you're dealing with people's life or you're dealing with people's fake life. Like a lot of people are just like pull, like I'm just doing good because God's good. And I'm like, wow, like, how can you always be in this state of being quote unquote good all the time if we're in the middle of this or in the middle of that or going through this? So like how much is it, how much are you just like actually like putting down and stuffing into a box and saying that, oh, this is this is okay. It's all mm-hmm. like I have grace, I have love, I have joy, I have hope. Like, but you actually have to like sit and like understand that there's actual true hardships as mm-hmm. well that you we have to like walk as a community in and, you know, for, for us at Puyama, we like, we want to like constantly be at a place where we're allowing people to express themselves through art, through, you know, worship mm-hmm. and having that kind of space. Cause, uh, Puyama comes from the Greek word, uh, workmanship, which is based on Ephesians 2.10, just talking about the masterpiece that God's made us in to be and to be able to walk in the things that he's created us to be like excellently. So like when we actually have that space of wanting to pursue excellence and creativity like we have to understand that it's not all just a completely like rainbow like road mm-hmm. it's more mm-hmm. of like a place of highs lows frustrations mm-hmm. a lot of hardship and you know through both of our podcasts i can only imagine you had people that were like this is so great or this is so bad or you know like <laughs> i'm gonna go somewhere else because you get when you go into like the christian 
like field in ministry, you tend to get like your feet in the most messy of messes because people have an opinion. People believe a certain thing. There's things that, you know, they can agree with and not agree with. And then everyone's opinion apparently is like the, the best opinion <laughs> when it comes to faith because it's everyone's individual walk. So we have to look at it from that perspective, not out as a collective, like, but it's more of like, okay, Jesus is one, but like God is also like working in every individual's life differently. So mm -hmm. if we can like fully like have that kind of space and how we worship, how we communicate, how we love and how we can like have that conversation is I think a lot more of an impact that people can make and having a show like both of ours where we can talk with Christians and non-Christians and be able to hear about their ups and downs or their like d disagreements or agreements on faith. It's a really important spot where we can, you know, have those intense conversations or even like, oh, this is actually pretty cool because, you know, someone actually like agrees with me and I don't have to feel like I'm on the defense or on the offense, but like it's always that fun like space of tension mm -hmm. and in those spaces that's i mean i think that like with, with with any kind of creative space or art i mean the art that that always interests me the most is is the stuff that really just feels very truthful mm -hmm. um and it may not be the best and it may be messy and it may be like a little rough around the edges but but when you can kind of see like that light of truth and you're like oh like i that connects with me somewhere deeper um as, as opposed to, you know, we've all seen stuff that we would say is like silly or trite or otherwise, yeah. which is like a lot of Christian cinema. You know, mm -hmm. you're kind of like, oh, okay, I know what I'm watching here. Um, you know, Gosh, and it, so it just true. doesn't feel real or honest. <laughs> I'm just like, these people aren't real. Like, I've never met a human that talks like this. Right. You know, um, <laughs> Thou hast thy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shucks. What has gone on here? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and, and I mean, and again, like, because it is, because that's life is hard and life is is rough around the edges but i would rather like i would rather a god that you know walks walks with me in like the the high places but a god that also walks with me in the gutter as well mm -hmm. um and and because that is that is that's the way life goes so living in the bible belt do you feel like you have a hard time maintaining a genuine walk with the lord and like as a creative because like i would how i envision it is that like Everyone is just kind of like playing the good card. Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, God's so great. And like, I live in the West Coast and like, mm -hmm. I live in Portland. So, like, it's the complete opposite of that. Sure. Like, people are just like, oh, yeah, like, God, cool. Like, or they're like, oh, yeah, God, no way. Like, you know, this kind of like space where a lot of people have an opinion about everything and they're sensitive about everything. So, when you have that kind of context, to going to another extreme context of the Bible Belt where everyone's like, okay, I go to church on Sunday, I have my Sunday best, I have my midweek service and all this stuff. Like, how does it, how do you maintain authenticity as a creative and as a, like a writer, a pastor, these different things that you have, like within that context? How, how I, okay. So how, <laughs> um, well, one, uh, cause I did, I used to live out North of Seattle. Okay. Um, uh, a while back and uh, I'm originally from Atlanta. So I, I was very much Bible belt in Atlanta, mm -hmm. got tired of the Bible belt, then <laughs> moved out uh, to Washington state for a okay. number of years with my wife and kids. And awesome. then we moved back here like seven years ago. Um, Chapel Hill is 
it was tolerable Bible Belt. How's that? Because it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's progressive. It's like a college town. Okay. Um, and some of it, I think that like I've learned – I've learned to not care as much about mm. what other people think. And I've learned to care about, like, I've learned to care about the, the right people uh, in my life. Like what they think, the ones that, you know, really kind of are there like to speak truth into me or to, right. to tell me if they think I'm really wrong um, versus other ones. So I, I've kind of tried to attune myself a bit. I mean, to, to listen differently. Um, and then also to just not care. Um, Cause I mean, I have like, <laughs> I mean, we have like, well, before, before Corona, uh, you know, I, I would, I would host like twice a month to just a group of people that are kind of like these little like spiritual refugees. Like mm -hmm. we just, we go and I, and I host like a spiritual, like round table discussion stuff twice a month. And some people are in the face. Some people are not, some people are struggling, but it's just, just a diverse group of people. So I've, I've learned to surround myself with people that I feel like I can be authentic and real around. Yeah. That's really that's, I think that's the best way to do it. It's like, okay, like, first of all, understanding that, like, your opinion, like, as many people are going to hate what I say right now, but I don't care. But many people's opinion is not as big as they, like, truly think. Because I think a lot of times we put so much stock and equity into the opinion of something that we think that's like, oh, I'm going to, like, allow this to impact the rest of my life and the rest of the world. And, all these different things. So like having that like understanding and perspective where you're actually not as big as you think you are, which, you mm -hmm. know, as we, as our, as we, as our, <laughs> as uh, believers, like we understand that there is God who is bigger. And like, I love to feel small. I love to like have that perspective where understanding where I can go and surf and go be in the middle of the mountains and like, look at things. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, like I'm literally just a little dude in the middle of a huge world and my opinion my life like is making an impact but it's not it's not about me and i think a lot of times like people can feel like it's all about me and i need to like say my voice and have this and this and this and like yeah especially in like seattle portland like those kinds of places where people are so driven for their own ambition their own kind of viewpoint and everything like that and if you don't if you don't like align with their beliefs or their like uh, things that they are going after, then you're like, okay, and I'm out of here, you know? And mm -hmm. like, it's just a very interesting way that we as people and as believers and as creatives, like can, I don't know, like all intersect in this really amazing way of understanding that like, Hey, like we're all human at the end of the day, we're all human. We all have our own yep. baggage, our own, crap that we bring to the table and if we can actually like work through it as people with a motive of love like as the heartbeat of it then it's going to be way better you know and i think that's like the fun thing about conversations because we can learn a lot about people just by talking to them or by like mm -hmm. you know just by being there present and understanding that they are just people and i think if we just eliminate everything and look at them as just like okay you're a person, I'm a person, like, let's go from that perspective. Like, mm -hmm. There's way more transparency that will happen. It is. It's good. And and you're right. Like, cause it's, it's kind of like, this is a great example of someone, you know, we've never met before. Right. <laughs> and, you know, we're able just to sit here and have this kind of a great human to human conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and, and those, those are the beautiful spaces. Now I would say that 
I'm not always a beautiful human when I'm dealing like, <laughs> with trolls online. Like when people, oh, there's man. certain people that'll, that'll try to do, I'm not like, sometimes I'm not my best. I'll be very, very sarcastic yeah. um, and not nice. Well, I, I try, I, I try to just be like with folks like that. I just try to be like either ridiculous or just flippant because yeah. I already know what people want. <laughs> But there are some people, there are some people that will just get under my skin every once in a while that I'm like, ah, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't care. I shouldn't care. Yeah. You know, I don't even know, you know, cause I, you never master that. You know, when I was trying no. to say, you, have to, <laughs> you try to figure out who to not care about. And I'm like, yeah, it's a work in progress. Oh, totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and I'll just like put a little like sarcastic jab into you and see what happens. It's like more yeah. for me, like. I like to see people's reaction to things when it's, mm. it's awful. Like, it's a really awful thing that I do. And I know it, like, from the deep of my freaking soul. But, like, it's just fun to, like, see, okay, I'm going to say like, something like, offhanded <laughs> that I know that, the, that they may be like, what? What just happened? Or whatever. Like, And I'm, like, just waiting for them to re- react. Because a lot of times, like, people are reactionary. They don't, they don't even know what the heck is going on. Just, like... With podcasting, we have this amazing platform where people, hundreds of listeners come in and they're like, what do we get today? Like, I think that's the best thing because we get to share content about ourselves and about others. And like, we get to share with them something that they get to experience. And like, we get to hear the reaction responses, the trolls, like the trolls are the freaking, of course, you never want to feed them because they will just like continue to go and like gorge on that. But like, I think it's more fun just to like, poke at the it trolls is. and be like hey like you know what like this guy's a troll and like this guy's doing this and they're like wait what like if you poke the troll instead of feed them they're actually mm-hmm. gonna come back and be like whoa like no like sorry bro like this is not the way to go and kind of things like that and i think that's like a fun thing where we can understand and learn and grow and develop because you're right you're right <laughs> yeah we we obviously are not <laughs> we, we have not perfected it and we're not going to on this side of heaven like you know, there's so much that we have to learn always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, do you know what Poema is? Like, other than what it means, like, as, like, the root word, do you know what the platform is? Or Yeah, I was, I was, um, I, 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 it was actually great. You're reaching out to me. So I get to, uh, during, like, the time of pandemic, I'm the designated shopper um, <laughs> in the house. And so I have to you put my mask on and everything else. But I always take podcasts because I hate shopping. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I got to, I, I you know, uh, yeah, you and your co-hosts were hanging out with me um, yeah, yesterday while I was buying produce. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do. I, I love the idea of you being able to, to, to give space and voice to creatives. Um, yeah for people out there trying to create good stuff in the world hey i appreciate that man that's definitely like you're maybe the seventh person to like understand what it truly is so like man we're we're getting we're getting somewhere you know or we're, mm-hmm. we're growing so that's awesome so how would how would poema as uh, a creative that you are like how would it help you like be able to move forward or be able to um like build ideas or whatever like that i like but i like part of what i like what you're already doing is just the format of being able to listen to people's stories um and kind of get in people's shoes a little bit because i think that that's i mean i think just for me that for you know there's certain podcasts that will feed me and there's certain ones i won't you know that don't but i like being able to listen just to stories where people are able just to share something either it's uh I can gain something from it. I can gain a new perspective or yeah. learn something as well too, because uh, yeah, 
you know, creative is a very, very big, it's a very, very big tent. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, yeah. And, and there's just people from all different type places and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I love human stories. I love human stories is I guess what I'm trying to say right now. Yeah. Well, awesome. Uh, I think like a lot of times the underdogs or the people that have no quote unquote, like, uh, uh, place to like go is like the place where I want to like invest in the most is like, Hey, I want to like, like help you share your story before you get to this position or this platform where you're like going to be untouchable because I think that's where a lot of people like think that they want to go to. But like once, um, you get to that position, like you have a lot of heartstrings, a lot of things that like are pulling you all over the place to be able to be someone or do something. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. No, like, how about we just start at the very beginning of, like, of you and, like, figure out, okay, like, why did you do this? Where are you going? Like, is this still the why? If if your why is rooted in something that is not going to, like, actually help other people and it's, like, Mm -hmm. rooted, like, in a selfish, like, greedy way of money or I want to, like, have a bajillion followers on Instagram or lots of people on, like, podcasting, like, let's, like, actually figure out a way to cultivate that more because i think if we can help people do that help people understand the the bigger picture like we had an interview with the girl that was five years that at five years old she um like had this amazing dream to like go and be a singer and to go like pursue things in the justice system and i was like and she's now 26 years old and she's doing those exact things she's singing in choirs around the world and she's doing a lot of different like areas and i'm like oh my gosh, like, this is insane. Like, how did someone at five years old have this incredible passion to, like, go and pursue this when at five years old, I was like, where's the dessert? Where's the Legos? Like, you know, like, those kind of places where you're you're not even thinking about justice system, singing, like, wanting to make an impact. Like, I didn't know what that was at five years old. So, you know, hearing the stories over and over again, like, they constantly, like, build a greater um, belief, a greater community where we can actually like understand that we're all people. We're all able to like create things, whether it is in an artistic way or if it's in a political way or if it's in a ministry way, like we honestly like want to be a place where we are just like ministering to people, like wherever we go with their stories or with wisdom that we have, like the little that I have or whatever, (laughs) you know, like different things that we can like, shed light into so that's really awesome and like so you you think that like hearing the stories like helps you like better mm-hmm. create um podcasts and better create content is that correct yeah yeah i just I, I just think it's it's always just it other people inspire me i think you know other people doing cool stuff uh in the world is always just inspirational anyways um yeah. and a lot of that stuff you know uh, is in ways i'm not creative yeah. um so it's always kind of cool to be able to hear other people's experiences in other places that's awesome. Have you ever thought about doing like stand-up comedy or anything like that? Like outside, <laughs> like in bars or anything like that? Cause you have a really great platform and I think that your content is like really, really applicable to that. Cause I think it'll like reach people. So did you ever think about doing something like that or? <laughs> so Someone's told me that before. My content yes. is no, it's, but it's like, I don't write any of it. I just kind of, I just kind of riff on like crazy. It's, it's, I don't know. I think doing stand-up sounds like a little, a lot more work, but uh, maybe, I don't know. 
Uh, I mean, there's, there's maybe, maybe. So you're, you're inspiring me. Maybe we, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. If you ever get into that like place, I will, I will physically when this all stuff clears, I will fly out and I will check you out, man. This is going to be so fun. Just like, because yeah, I think that you just have like a great like presence, like that people can relate with, but also like, I haven't laughed like that much in a podcast before. And I was like, man, like not at you, but like with you understanding your points, the things that I've wrestled with as a believer and in ministry or as a creative. And like, it's just like so amazing. Like the way that you can fully cultivate um, all the feels like in one show. (laughs) I think that's like really a great um, gift that you have. So like, yeah, keep on going. That's the harder thing because I could like I ha- I have to balance it out. I do. I have to work at that because it's easy for me to be sarcastic and do those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I also know that like at the end of the day, while that's fun and I do it because uh, it is fun. If mm-hmm. I, if we don't leave you with something, then I you know it's kind of like you know just deconstructing and not doing any reconstructing. So I just <laughs> made messes. It's like I'm making messes everywhere. Uh, and so I was like, I can't do that. So. Yeah, there's like so little fires everywhere, but you're like. And I'm going to burn this down, but I'm walking away right now. And I'm like, dude, this guy is so like nuts right now. He just like wants to like throw something over here and be like, and that's today's show. And I'm like, what? This just happened? Like, man. So hats off to you. And I know that that's not your heart at all to like do that. You're just like wanting to create more of a a platform for people to like wrestle with those things. Because I think a lot of times we can, we can just let it be so good and so clean and i think mm-hmm. what we as creatives want to do we want to shed light and we want to create some noise and like actually say the truth in a kind way maybe it's snarky maybe it's not snarky maybe it's you know like a little bit in a way that people may just not be the most appreciative of, of it but like we can actually shed light into things where we wouldn't be able to do in a quote-unquote like um bigger way because you know without being like okay and you're done like you're cut off like if you were in a church or you're trying to talk to someone like hey like you know i want to like shed light we want to shed light and we want to help people understand that like hey it's a beautiful mess that we're in as believers as people and we get to walk through that and we get to like um start something small and you know if it turns to a greater conversation then like why not let's do it mm-hmm. so i think awesome, that's man. like so cool that you you do that and i think that's like a really amazing thing so i'm gonna fully give a shout out to your podcast on my okay platforms okay. and i'm going to like because <laughs> i know you have your radio show that reaches a lot of people as well but um do you have any advice or words of wisdom to share to people like that are either in the creative field and ministry, like how, wherever you're at, like in the radio world, like how would you help someone um, just like kind of get started in their, I, I think, endeavors? I think some of it's just, I think some of it's, well, well, one thing, what, what I will say, um, it's kind of not answering the question, but I'll, I'll, I'll do this for, <laughs> but one thing I, I, but I know, but like with so many people now that are stuck at home, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and you know, I feel like this time where we're all stuck indoors can either be an interesting time for you to cultivate something new or, or a great time to just sit on your butt and watch Netflix, you know, or, <laughs> you know, and so like, I feel like in these times I was looking at like this, like it's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, 
I don't want to say a pandemic is an opportunity, but trying to, to pull something good out of this bad situation mm -hmm. that we are in. Um, and so for creatives, I think that try stuff, um, yeah. try stuff. I mean, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I've, uh, I, yeah, my old shows are probably terrible. And, you know, I mean, some of it is, I didn't know completely what I was doing and you kind of stumble and you learn and you stumble and you learn and totally, and it's not about getting it right the first time out. Um, Never. I think oftentimes with creatives, they, they, a lot of it is procrastination, uh, but mm. we will relabel procrastination as like, well, I need to, I need to make sure I have everything right. I need to make sure I'm an expert in all these things. Then I'll start. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it's, I'm not saying having expertise is bad, but, uh, but I think that, you know, just find a spot, hop in with whatever you're looking to do, what, you know, trying to figure out what feeds you, what makes you feel alive, what, what, uh, yeah. what is that passion? What do you need to let out? And I think do it. I mean, it could, you know, it can be anything from like gardening to, uh, yeah, uh, yeah to writing music. I, I don't know, but it's, you know, there's different ways to be able to let that creativity out that are fit for different people. But I think just hop in. And try in. Yeah, I think that's we've been hearing that so much more like through the pandemic kind of like circle of events and like just start just try and I think that a lot of people use these excuses and they say that they are oh like this is exactly what I need to get before I start and then okay like if you need to actually like believe that you are needing to get to a certain place how do you know? Like, how do you personally know what the people want if you don't even try? Like, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we put so much pressure on ourselves, and it's this place of, oh, well, I guess I just need to like figure it out and get all my ducks in a row. But have you ever done that before with like riding a bike or with walking or with going to school, mm -hmm. like applying to different places? Like, did you have to like do your exact research on the exact thing and then at the end of the day like sure you do that research for hours days months and you get the bike or you you know go to this university you go to whatever and you get there and you're like man all this research was really like nothing that i expected it to be <laughs> mm -hmm. because yeah. you, you can't research something that's an experience or a learning tool that will actually impact your world and others in this greater sphere you know mm -hmm. So yeah, go for it. You're about to say something. Yeah, go for it. Or I was saying, you know, if someone like were to start something like a podcast and it say you start a podcast and it sucks, the world's not going to end. You <laughs> right? tried something, you know, and maybe that's not your thing, but like, you know, that's, I think that we worry about like, oh no, yeah, something, you know, it'll, I don't know, try something. What do you have to lose? Uh, exactly. You know, I think that, yeah. And there's so many podcasts, like literally the last episode we did, uh, the, the, our guest, they said, there was 8,000 podcasts that just came out in the pandemic alone. So if you're thinking that my podcast That's probably right. yeah. sucks yeah. and you're like, cool. There's a lot that do. 8,000 people <laughs> that just like went into that same exact field of, wow, like this can suck or this can go somewhere. But at the same time, like, are you going to be willing to give your money and like your time and energy to Netflix or Hulu? Or are you going to want to actually mm -hmm. invest it in yourself and like start something new? Like whether you're going to write a book or do some music mm -hmm. or you want to like actually change your career path and like use this as opportunity. I think you said it so, so well, like, sure. It's not the most favorite thing to say because people are hurting. People are going yeah. through 
the ringer. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's a great opportunity for people to actually think about what they're doing for the first time to slow down, to fully believe like, wow, okay, my life before this was insane. I worked like, you know, how many hours they worked, they gave all these different things, like all these like reasons to be in their life. But now they're like, shoot, what really matters is the people around me. And like, actually, that's my family. If they're staying at home, like they should be on like a lot of people right now are like running around. They're just like, oh, reopening things on like, oh, you know, like that kind of like space, like freaks me out as a, as a person that like, you know, things are starting to reopen, which Hey, like that's a whole other conversation, but like people are starting mm-hmm. to like reorient, 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 there we go, that's the word, <laughs> to be able to see what truly matters and what they want to do. So if it's like, hey, mm-hmm. let's just try things. Like, I think you're so mm-hmm. on point. Try podcasting, try, you know. Whatever um, that is. Yeah, whatever. A is resume for a different job, like, or whatever <laughs> it looks like. And having this be a opportunity to actually like tap into those things that you have never quote unquote had time for because you like were so busy with doing other things to chase money or chase fame or to get caught up on all this series of stranger things or whatever it was, <laughs> you know, whatever caught their attention for that moment. Now they're like, well, I have time. And like, I think that's amazing to see what people are doing in this time and as well as like putting value on. So, um, any, as we wrap it up here, um, so is there any, like, places that you specifically want to have people go to to reach out to you via social media, email, or their podcast? Yeah, yeah, you can look up, well, easiest, I mean, you can go snarkyfaith.com, that's easy enough, um, or snarkyfaiths on Facebook and on Twitter, uh, you can look for me if you want to, um, uh, Stuart Deloney, um, so, yeah, I'm on... (laughs) I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that too. Um, and email if you want to, questions at snarkyfaith.com. Um, you Sweet. can send it out. I, I answer, I answer whoever writes to me. Okay. So don't. <laughs> and you'll soon be in some bars, I hope. So I hope that this opportunity of a pandemic <laughs> we'll is going to see. lead you to be a comedian because I really, <laughs> I'm, I'm praying for that to happen for you, man. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, so snarkyfaith.com. Um, Facebook. Do you have any Insta- Instagram as well? Uh, just, I mean, if you want to find me on Instagram, there's not really a Snarky Faith Instagram. A lot of it's just my stuff. I'll toss in there. But okay. Yeah. But yeah, you're welcome to find me in any sphere if you want to have a good conversation. Perfect. Well, Stuart, thanks so much for your time, and this has been a really great conversation. We'll definitely have to have you on again once awesome. the pandemic kind of shifts and see see where you go, see what happens, yep. and. I'm really hoping that you'll be a comedian as well as a, a pastor, a father, a radio show host, a podcaster. So like, just add that to like the list of tiers of things that you're just okay. amazing at. Because <laughs> we Thank just, you, man. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Well, we will definitely talk to you again.